Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good Risings, I'm Nichelle Hines and this is Level Up Latte. So this week, we're talking about turning suffering into strength. And today, I want to focus on the fact that suffering does not have to be scary. Your journey into healing starts after full self-surrender. That's a quote from Michael Lewin. It's important to acknowledge the different types of pain people are experiencing. There's physical, mental, emotional, so that they all fit on this spectrum and what resources might be available. So identifying your pain or suffering, in addition to trying to figure out where that stems from, can turn an often emotional experience into a more logical, cerebral experience. So basically, if something triggers you into suffering, you can say, oh, this is a trigger for me. So as opposed to sort of defining it and labeling it as this thing that causes hurt, what we can often do is define what that trigger is. Where does that come from? And once we know where that's coming from, when it comes in, we can navigate ourselves through it in a way that has a much stronger base. One of the most helpful tips to help make suffering and pain less scary is to fully experience your emotions. The largest mistake people make is masking their emotions. This is counterproductive and can lead to health problems in the future. I'm not saying that every single time you feel something, you should necessarily throw it on the person that you're feeling it. I think that this is really important to make that distinction. When I'm feeling something, often it helps for me to marinate over it and write it down so that emotion is coming out. You get to feel it, but you're not necessarily throwing your emotions in another person because often when we write about something that is perceived as a slight or some injustice that has been done to us, we'll see that it is indeed often, not all the time, one of those triggers. And even if it's not that, when we get to go to the person and explain why they've caused us suffering, that moment of writing it down and really understanding why you're suffering makes it more articulate and often makes that problem easier to solve. If the suffering is within yourself, obviously writing it down and letting it out for yourself will help as well. But I really find that this interaction with other people that we make sure that we're not bringing our stuff into the situation, but it's actually what's going on within the situation as it's happening. That perspective can really help shift things. So when each emotion comes, feel it. Your body will tell you when it's enough. You can cry, you can scream, you can cry again. Just let it out and submit to the beginning of a process that takes time to complete. Because to feel is to be a human being. It is okay for you to have your feelings. We just have to make sure that our feelings, especially when we're articulating them to someone else or it involves a situation with other people, is coming from a real place. But those feelings that you have, embrace them. They're yours, you're allowed to have them. And when you express them, a lot of times they will start to diffuse. Alltheprettybirds.com says, in order to properly heal, we must process the damage and feelings associated with the trauma. 
We cannot create a solution when we are unclear about the problem. This is exactly what I'm saying about making sure that we know what's going on with us, especially before we put our suffering on someone else or dive headfirst into the drama of the situation. HuffPost also offers a useful explanation for really getting in touch with your pain. It's easy to say you are hurt because of heartbreak, but the question is, which part of the heartbreak is really causing you the pain? Is it that you feel like a failure? Is it that you're grieving for a future that no longer exists or that you don't feel worthy of love? There are so many reasons that we suffer. If we can stop ourselves from blindly flying into that suffering and really understand what's going on with us, that suffering is oftentimes decreased dramatically. So when you are suffering, if you can find a way to try to understand what's going on with you, I believe that that's half the battle towards recovery. So maybe that's something that we can work on this week. I'm Nichelle, and you can find me at Nichelle. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. And remember, you are capable of great things. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.